I'd like to welcome you to the ministry of McCormick's Creek Church. We certainly hope that you will enjoy this selection. I don't want just to come to the house of God and to be here tonight and, and to leave this place not receiving what God has. And we have come to this house tonight and the Lord is here tonight. It is not by accident, it is not just by chance or fate that you have found yourself here in this place. But it is the will of God for you to be here tonight because God has got a plan for your life. God has got a blessing for you that you are in no wise able to contain if you'll but follow after Him and reach to Him and allow Him to touch you and give you what you need. In Isaiah the first chapter, in the verses 18 through 20, it reads, Come now and let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. But here is the verse I want you to pay attention to. If you be willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. But if you refuse and rebel, you shall be devoured with the sword, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. I am here to tell you tonight that in obedience comes blessing, that God tonight in this house has got a plan for each and every one of us that are here tonight. Brother Krauss, God has got a plan for our lives. And, and many times as we begin to labor and as we begin to go along and as things begin to happen and, and as we were in the prayer room, a young man said tonight, I, I'm just, I need a move of God. I need a change. I, I need something to happen because I've been going down the road and things have been transpiring and it seems as though there's no end. It seems as though that the problem is if I can but hold on a few more days, that maybe I can make it through this. Friend, I'm here to tell you tonight that if you're willing to follow after the Lord, if you're willing to do the will of God, if you're willing to be obedient to what thus saith the Lord, God said, I'm going to allow you not just to have a little bit, but I'm going to give you the good of the land. I'm going to bless you with blessing that you're unable to contain. Too many times we want to we want to get caught up in this this deal of of well you know it doesn't seem to be this way it doesn't feel that it's right it doesn't feel like that this is the thing I should do the Bible tells me that we walk by faith and not by sight uh, brother Davis it's not what I feel in my flesh uh, but it's what the Holy Ghost begins to tell me uh, it's what the Word of God begins to reveal to me uh, it's the thing that the Spirit of God begins to say for uh, we go to the Book of Revelation and the Bible said he that hath an ear to hear. Let him hear what the Spirit has to say to the churches. When we become willing, when we say, yes, God, I'm willing to follow you. Yes, God, I'm willing to do your will. Yes, God, I'm willing to sell out and to let it all go, that I may know you, that I may endure with you, that I may enjoy you. Then God has got blessing. I look to Jesus and I find that He comes to the Garden of Gethsemane and He begins to pray and the Bible says that there, as it were, great drops of blood and He began to pray the prayer, not my will, but Thy will be done. 
If the God of glory who was robed in flesh had to pray that prayer, then how much more, Brother Jonathan, should I be on my face saying, God, not what I want, but what you want. You see, it's when I learn to be obedient to the will of God. It's when I learn to be obedient to the things of God. I'm here to tell you that it's not always pleasant. I'm here to tell you that it's not always peaches and cream. I'm here to tell you it's not always according to my understanding. But when I learned how to be obedient, and I learned to say, God, not my will, but thy will be done. The blessing begins to come. Things begin to change. Things begin to look up. And God begins to show forth in my life. We can make excuses. And we can make all kinds of of remedies for ourselves to say, well, you know, it's because of this or it's because of that. It's because I've got this affliction or that problem. It's because of my situation that I can't be faithful to the house of God. It's because of what goes on in my life. Listen, I'm here to tell you tonight that you have no excuse to sit around and throw a pity party. I've been there before. I've been on that street before. I've been in that place before where I was throwing a pity party for myself. And the Lord began to talk to me and told me you quit need to throw in them parties and get you like pastor said a holy ghost party because your pity party ain't gonna do nothing for you but a holy ghost party it's gonna lift you up i'm gonna be there in the midst of that place where you're at We want to make excuses and we want to find reasons why that I can't do the will of God. We want to find reasons why and excuses why I can't be what God is telling me I should be. Oh, and I'm here to tell you tonight, and you better listen to what I've got to say. We sometimes want to say, well, I can't hear the voice of God. That ain't nothing but a bald-faced lie. Quit lying to me. Quit lying to God. Quit lying to pastor and quit lying to yourself. You know the voice of God. You know when God talks to you. But like little children that sometimes turn a ear when mom and dad tell them uh, don't you do this uh, go do that uh, and later when confronted say oh I didn't hear what you said uh, yeah you heard you just ignored uh, the Bible tells me in the book of Hebrews uh, in the second chapter uh, it said how shall we escape uh, if we neglect uh, friend I'm telling you tonight uh, it's time that we get willing uh, it's time that we begin to recognize the fact uh, that I've got to be willing to do the will of God uh, it's not what I want uh, but it's what God wants uh, it's not how I want to live, but it's how God wants me to live. It's not what I want to be, but it's what He wants me to be. Some of you that are struggling tonight, you've been been just struggling. And I'm not talking about the struggles of trials. I'm talking about the struggles of faithfulness. Well, I'll pray next week. I prayed last month. I fasted six months ago or longer. You know, I, 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 I think I opened my Bible a while back. I don't even know where my Bible's at. And you don't even know how to work the app on your phone. And, and God is telling us it is time that we learn to be a willing 
and obedient and begin to do. You know why you're struggling and you're having such a hard time? Because you're neglecting what the Lord has been telling you you need to do. You're neglecting the things that God has laid in your life and those things and in the midnight hour. Somebody needs to hear right now. I'm telling you, God has spoke to you in the midnight hour. There have been nights in this past week that God has woke you up at 2 and 3 o'clock in the morning and He began to deal with you and you laid there in your bed and you tossed and you turned as God spoke to you and began to speak to you some things and you began to argue with God and you began to tell God, God, I know you're not telling me that. I know you're not talking to me. I know that that's not the thing. But friend, I'm here to tell you when you learn to begin to be obedient and willing to listen to the voice of God and you say, all right, Lord, I may not understand. I may not see it all. I may not have the understanding to, to grasp exactly what it is that you're telling me. But I'm going to be willing and I'm going to be obedient and I'm going to do what you tell me to do because God, I want to eat the good of the land. God, I want your blessing on my life. I want your anointing on my life. I want you to lift me above where I'm at and change me and make me into the man, the woman, the boy, the girl that you want me to be. We find the first miracle that Jesus performs. He's there at the marriage of Canaan and he tells them, fill up the water pots with water. Well, that don't make any sense at all. Just do it. Mary looked at those servants and said, whatever he tells you, do do it. Just do it. Nike thinks they got the corner on it. Jesus came up with it first. Just do it. And they filled the water pots. He said, all right, now draw out. Well, why in the world are we going to take water? Just, just draw out and take it up there. Just go ahead and be willing and be obedient to do what I tell you to do. And the Bible tells us that they drew out the water and they carried it to the goodman of the feast. And he took a drink of it and he said, Dear Lord, where in the world did you get this stuff at? This is the best wine I've ever tasted. He said, Everybody around here is about half snockered already. And you saved the good stuff to the last. And I, I don't understand what in the world's going on. Friend, I'm here to tell you when you learn to be obedient, when you begin to do the things that don't make sense to you, when you begin to do the things that just doesn't go along with what you're when you begin to embrace those things that don't go along with your thoughts and your ideas and you begin to say yes Lord I'm willing I don't understand it I don't know why but it doesn't make any difference I know that you got a plan I know that you got a determination in my life I know you want to do something with me through me and for me and therefore I'm going to be obedient and do the thing that you've called me to do when I came here last October for a visit I had no idea what God had in mind. The Lord had spoke to me on October the 23rd, which was Wednesday, and he told me that day. He said, you need to call Brother Wet Night, and you need to find out about church and go to church. So I sent him a text, and he said, they got church, come. So I came. I had no idea what God had in store. I just came because I needed to be in church. And I came, and I heard the word of God, and I and worshiped, and it was good, and Went to Brother Wet Nights, but little did I realize God had a plan. You see, if I had not been willing to do what God said for me to do, and obedient, sometimes we're obedient, we're not willing, Brother Hill. And sometimes we're, 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 we're willing, but we're not obedient. Well, Lord, you know, I, yeah, sure, I'll do it, but not today. Yes, Lord, I'll, I'll go ahead and, and change my ways, but just not today. 
I, you know, give me a little time here, Lord. I, you know, I got to make some adjustments and I got to make some. No, 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 no. You got no guarantee that tomorrow's ever going to be here. Today is a day of salvation. Now is the acceptable time if you'll hear his voice and hearken unto him. Friend, I'm here to tell you tonight that God began to work and God began to move. And you all know the story. But out of the midst of all that, not only did God bless me with a wonderful wife, but he gave me some beautiful children, a couple of great daughters that, that I already had some daughters, but he gave me two more wonderful daughters. And he gave me a bunch of grandkids that are wonderful grandchildren that love the Lord and he gave me a son over here that loves God but it all came back to the point that God had a plan that I was unable to see God had a plan for my life that I was unable to understand brother Davis I didn't realize that God was going to put me in a church that when I would come to this church that in a few weeks the Lord said you are home this is where you need to be and as I came in God began to bless me with a pastor that was after his own heart God began to bless me with good men of God men that would teach the word of God without fear and favor and with anointing. God began to bless me with family that I didn't know that I had. God began to do things that I had no idea, Brother Fox, that he was going to do. But it all came back to the point that I had to be willing and obedient. I didn't see the plan. I didn't know the plan. I was ignorant of what God was going to do. But yet because of willingness and obedience, I began to eat the good of the land. Where are you at tonight? What's going on in your life? Pastor's already said it. You're struggling. You're tired of the mess that you've been in. You're tired of, of all the heartache and the woe. You're tired of all the, the problems and the dilemmas. You're tired of, of struggling from one day to the next. You're tired of getting up in the morning and feeling empty. And void and saying, God, where are you? And the Lord's saying, I'm right here if you just listen to me. If you just be willing to do what I tell you to do and obedient, I'm going to give you the good of the land. You see, of the 12 spies, only two of them were willing and obedient. And the Bible says that they received the promise. But we look throughout the Bible and we find those that, that they, they were not willing and they certainly weren't obedient to do the voice, the, obey the voice and the will of God. And the reward that they received was a reward of the unrighteous. We can look around tonight and we can see those that are in the house of God that their life seems to be blessed. And we can look around tonight and we see those that we think, well, I don't know. And the question that I have for you tonight is where are you at? You see, the Lord spoke to Cain in Genesis chapter 4 and verse number 7. And he said, why are you mad? I'm just going to put it in my, my, my vernacular. He said, why in the world are you mad? If you'll do the right thing, you're going to be blessed and you'll be the head over your brother. But if you rebel, sin lies at the door. If you're willing and obedient, you'll eat the good of the land. But if you are rebellious, Samuel, when he came and he looked at Saul, Saul had been anointed to be the king. Saul had prophesied with the prophets. Saul had felt the anointing of God on his life, but he got out of the way and decided that it wasn't really worth being willing and obedient to listen to the voice of God and do what God told him to do. 
Somebody needs to listen tonight and, and recognize the fact that God is getting tired of you being rebellious. And God is wanting to change your life. Samuel. If you're here tonight and you need to pray, I invite you to come right now. I, preacher, I don't understand what's going on. That's all right. It's time to reach out and let God begin to work in your life. I don't know how to pray. You just talk to God like you would a regular friend. Church, saints, we need to reach out right now. We need to stand in the gap and start making some intercession for some of these that are in this place tonight. Shataro Mokori Amahashito. God is in this place tonight. I've done too much. I, I, I've failed. I, I've, I've done, went too far with God. No, no. God said, let's reason together. Your sins are not so great that I can't forgive them. Your stains of iniquity are not so dark that I cannot erase them. Oh, reach out to Him tonight. Reach out to Him tonight. Reach out to Him tonight. He is here. He is here. He is here. He wants to make a change in your life. He wants today to be a new beginning. He wants today to be the change that you've been waiting for and looking for. It's time to quit wrestling. It's time to quit neglecting. It's time to reach out and begin to let God make that move. Oh, hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Well, I'm just going to wait another day. I, I, I think I can hold on just another day. I, I need to make sure that what I think is the voice of God is truly the voice of God. No, you need to make your move today. You need to make that change today. There are those here in this altar right now that God is working with and moving on their lives, and they are making a commitment. But there are still some in the auditorium tonight that you need to just let it all go. And from your heart begin to say, God, I'm willing, and I'll be obedient to you. I'll follow you, Lord. I don't understand. I don't understand all that, that you're telling me, but it's all right, God, I'm willing because I know that you'll not direct me wrong. I know that you'll keep me. I know, God, that you won't tell me to do something that will be harmful or detrimental to me. I don't understand, God, but it's all right. I know that you're going to take care of me. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 